Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to Oldie But A Goodie, the show where we review movies that some of which we like, some of which we don't like. This week, it's one of those two. Oh. I'm joined by Sandro. <laughs> You're not going to take a stance on this, Zach? No, no, no. I will never take a stance because, as we know, we're a big fan of romance movies. We just love romance movies. And by we, I mean me. I'm just a huge mm. fan of all romance movies. They're just great. Um, so I decided this week that I would pick one of those because I'm such a big fan. And I will not live to regret it. Okay. Because the movie yep. isn't bad. Uh... Anyway, this is the show where we review movies from 1984. And most of which suck. But this week, it's one of those. I take issue with it. I don't think most of them have sucked this year. Definitely a very large portion of them have been terrible. But like not all yep. of them. Yeah, we review movies as they came out during the year. Like, we were cinema goings that... Also had access to, like, every movie <laughs> yes. across the entire planet. And which is big movie fans of Filthy Rich. Yes. Yeah. We went to the intergalactic cinema of Earth. Mm. And every week we we watched one movie that comes out. Mm. But, like, movies back in the 80s, probably, like, $3 a ticket. So we can do that. We can, we can afford that. Yeah, except you'd be paid, like, $3 <laughs> A day, uh, you know. To get well, people don't ask us where we get our money from in the eighties. So you know, we are. Oh, that's we, we could be thieving. We could be thieving. Yeah, we could be stealing other people's property and then, uh, for no reason mm. whatsoever, just reading through it and then getting really sentimental about the whole thing and then trying to seduce a married woman using said diary somehow except that doesn't really come up you're just kind of charming this movie sucked <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what you mean this felt like a january movie like this is one of like this was a, oh yeah why why did you pick this why did you pick this we should make that the worst award the january award. <laughs> january award yeah it's not even as bad as something like crackers but it is just painfully awkward and also, mm. very prob- very problematic. Why? Why? Why would you write this? Why? Yeah, there's- I had a lot of questions. Ugh. So, which character did you hate more? <laughs> I actually hated his thief friend the most. Really? Yeah, that was the one character I liked. <laughs> he made sense at least. Yes. Oh, he was a complete asswipe. But yeah. at least he brought some levity to the situation. There was some comedy in there. I don't know. He was also also he was a piece of garbage. Yeah, so. every there's no likable character in this. I actually know uh, the husband's publisher. How, yeah, he's pretty good. Also, the police officer. <laughs> ah, the like head of the police. He's like, yeah, I, we can't really do anything. Eh, he's probably gonna rob you again. 
<laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> that was like, wait, what? He's not good with PR, that's for sure. Mm. And then when he like goes with him with hard evidence, he's like, ah, we're gonna go yeah. through the procedures. <laughs> he was such a, yeah, that yeah, that's true. I think I think I think the cop is the best character in this movie. Mm. But while he may maybe the best character, what was the best movie that came out this week? Not this one. Maybe it is though. Mm. Yeah, that's true. So your other two options: there was Crimes of Passion. A businessman tries to hire a gadget store owner to help him spy on a sex worker, which mm. sounds as about as bad as this, but probably worse somehow. Yeah. And then The Razor's Edge, which probably was the better option. Bill Murray. Mm. It's a dramatic movie. He plays a soldier returning from the war, and apparently it's just very boring. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I think I think very boring is better than aggressively terrible i disagree completely okay i 100 percent disagree because boring i get bored i don't want to watch the movie anymore if it's so terrible it's good then i can enjoy it some is this so terrible it's good though the bad guy beat the boy he was so bad it was good his acting was pretty funny yeah it was pretty funny see and i enjoyed that Whereas if he had okay. just been very bland and boring, I wouldn't even care. I don't know. Part of me, though, is like, even a bad Bill Murray movie is going to be better than yeah, whatever the fuck we just watched. At least, at, at least Bill Murray can act a Lamau dab dab. Should we just jump in, jump, de- jump the, the deep end? We, we're diving. Oh, this movie's ruined jump me. Jump the shark. This movie's ruined me. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you're really, you're really struggling here. We're barely through the intro. We're barely through the intro, and you're already just done. I watched this last night. I had a long night. I was playing games with a friend on Twitch. Nice. And then I was like, oh wait, I've got to watch this movie. So I first I watched a movie for Nerd Out, and it was not very good. Oh no! But it was like okay. Then I watched this. Oh, God. And, like, just two minutes in, I went, I can't do this. So I just... Wow, man. I just got a lot of whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> Power through. Yeah. What, what movie did you... What movie did you watch for that... What what did you mention? Some nerd out? What is that? Uh, yeah. It, it's a show. Mm. You know them. Rob Lloyd, Jen Spears. They've been on the show before. We talk about things. What movie did you watch for that? Enola Holmes. Mmm. Sherlock Holmes, but the sister... Ah, uh, yes, very... I've heard of that one. It's not the worst, but it's also not very good. Right, so... I'll, well, don't spoil it here. Leave it all for that podcast. Go listen, that episode's definitely out by now, because we're banking these. We're banking this Absolutely. show. Absolutely. Banking them. That's why I I had whiskey, and I was like, oh boy, why did I do this? This morning <laughs> I woke up, and I was like, oh no, I can't <laughs> talk about the movie. <laughs> Well, I watched it this afternoon, and I also felt that feeling of dread as I was watching this, like, man, I'm going to have to talk about this in, like, an hour. Yeah, we haven't done a movie like this in a while. Yeah, this one... And I don't miss it. Well, Sandro, what what's the uh, the old ratings on, like... Oh, we'll get to that. We will get to that, <laughs> and it is hilarious. Yep. It is so funny. But first, uh, it was released October 19th. So close to my birthday, which makes me hate this movie even more. It's written and directed... Birthday gift just for you. (laughs) It's written and directed by Douglas J. Stewart. He hasn't directed much. He's done one one other movie called Listen to Me from 89. That was a flop, would you believe? It was a flop. Your (laughs) mum. 
Hmm. Um, <laughs> questionable. Bringing you the peak of comedy only on this podcast. Your mum jokes. Uh, but he did write 1980s The Blue Lagoon, which wasn't a flop, made a lot of money. Oh, nice. However, that movie is notorious for being absolutely awful. Yeah, so far I've heard he's made this movie yep. a flop. And a movie that did well, that's known specifically for being really bad. Yep. I can't say I'm the biggest fan, to be honest. Uh, the cast, though. Stephen Bauer plays Scott Muller, who's a the crow. But what if the crow was a hopeless romantic who stole what? journals? How is he like the crow in every way? Because there's scenes where he's on the top of a building with his shirt off and he's just staring oh, out yeah. the distance. <laughs> That's the only thing they have in common, though. And surely that doesn't make him the crow. No, he's just—he's just a—he's just, a, just a, a handsome guy with shirt trouble. Oh, the oiling up scene. Oh, oh that was so goodness. bad. That was so like, what? How did she not leave after that? Good lord. <laughs> Let's go out on a business trip. Mmm. Rub the lotion on the skin. Mm, very nice. Very nice. I love me some oily boys. Mm. I think that was the moment where I paused it and went, Nup! <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Yeah, so his real name is Stephen Bauer. He plays a lot of drug cartel laws in Scarface and Breaking Bad. Ah, there you go. I feel like he would be a great bad guy. Because mm. he has that, like, handsome rogue that turns out to be a complete asshole sort of thing. Yeah, so from what I can tell, that's what he does. So he did this movie after Scarface. So Scarface was 83, then he did this. Mm. And I think this was him trying to become, like, a romantic drama heartthrob sort of thing. And then yeah. it failed, so we went back to just playing drug lords. I th- well, it's also a lead role, which is nice. Try and, try and get yourself a lead role and stuff. But, you know, good on him. I thought, I didn't think he was the worst in this movie, by far. Yeah, I guess. His acting for the first half is good, I think. There was some good, like, Bruce Wayne moments where he was pretending to be rich and he was like, look at my mansion, and that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, uh, I just inherited all this cash, this money. Oh, I have all this money lying around. Oh, it sucks so much. God, work is so boring for me. Let's talk about giving you millions of dollars. Dollars that I got from from selling your garbage. Speaking of that, yes. The love interest is Mickey Davis, played by Barbara Williams, who has done nothing. Really? Just a lot of small-budget Canadian romantic films that are probably fine if you like those sort of things. So she hasn't really done too much. Yeah. She was okay. She uh... was interesting. I don't know. Here's an idea. How about you don't cheat on people and instead try and fix your relationship? No, that would make a boring movie. But anyway. Playing her husband, Ray, is John Getz. I know him from The Fly. He was in The Fly. He's pretty cool in The Fly. Yeah. He's also in The Fly too, but we don't talk about The Fly too. But he's good Mm. in The Fly. I think he's good in this movie. I think he's fine. He doesn't get much screen time. No, and all the screen time he gets is him being like... I'm angry at everything. Yeah. That's every scene he's in. He's walking around going. I liked that he was just an asshole, although he did get drunk and be a real asshole. I don't know. Anyway, this movie's got 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. That is by critics, though. The audience score is a 50%. 50% and 5.8 on IMDb as well, so. Yeah. I agree more with the critics' score. Well, yeah, literally it's just like, do you like these lovey-dovey 
garbage movies, yes, then you might get some enjoyment. And those people uh, rate it five stars. And then the other people don't. So <laughs> you get a 50-50. This isn't even a good romantic drama, though. Mm. It's sort of like Fifty Shades before Fifty Shades was a thing. It's in that yeah. category of trash. Yeah. Which I think makes it worse. I can't wait to tell you some of the reviews, because, oh boy. I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait to tell you the sequel I came up with. <laughs> Oh boy, you came up with a sequel? I have no idea. I'll come up with it on the spot, as I always do. We don't know how much this costs, but before we figure out how much it costs, I want you to guess how much it made, because it was considered a flop. Two dollars. Uh, no, they've got to be a bit more. Two mil? Quite a bit more than that. Fifty mil? Oh, so much less than that. What are you doing? Five mil? Yeah, more than that. What are you doing? Eleven? Ah, less than that. What are you doing? Nine. Oh, it's ten. What are you... It's in the middle of your last two guesses. Oh, okay. So ten million, which is considered a flop, which means this cost about ten million. Yeah, that's disappointing. Is it it a flop? I mean, it could have still made a little bit over the amount that they spent on it. Yeah, but then advertising campaigns and everything as well. Mm. They spend so much, and yet I still haven't seen an ad for much movies lately. They spent so much, and they got so far. But in the end... In the end, don't watch this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Alright, it starts off with font that was okay. It was okay. And a song that's pretty cool, and I liked it. Yeah, I liked the the music. Although, there is a scene where he pulls out a gun... Because she finds a gun in the drawer, and the music is so like, this is a horror movie now, and nothing happens. Literally nothing. It's got the most tense music, the most dramatic, like, oh, it's got a gun. Yeah, and it's like, what the fuck? Nothing happens in the scene. He's like, this is a gun. You should learn to shoot it. And she's like, okay. That was amazing, that sequence. Um, what sort of... so terrible. Yeah, so the music wasn't great. It, it's not so much the music, it was just like the choice, the audio choices at times were bad. Yeah. I don't know, there was some good music. That that scene I really hated, though. Oh, the gun scene is the worst scene in the movie. Yeah, it's... Oh, actually, no, the boat scene's worse. I hate the boat scene more. <laughs> yeah, the boat scene's really bad as well. Those two scenes definitely stick out as the two worst scenes of the movie. Yeah. Oh, just like two well-oiled thumbs just sticking out. Although I I did like some of the jokes. I thought they were good. There were jokes in this movie? Oh, like the boat one. That's it. What was the boat joke? Where he's like standing next to the big yacht and then he's like, Hey, no, but that one over there is mine. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> yeah. That was actually pretty funny. I don't think there were any other jokes. Uh, she and her husband are having a wedding anniversary and they're out of the house, right? Yep. We're jumping into the movie. Spoilers for this garbage movie that you should We've already watch. spoiled everything. Yeah. Too late. And you know what? I'm okay with that. Uh, People should not watch this movie. Anyway, they're having an anniversary and the house is empty. So Thief Boy and his Thief friend are like, we'll break in. Except his Thief friend doesn't... Do, do we see the Thief friend? I thought it was just The Thief him. friend is the doorman. He's the doorman oh, at the right, restaurant yeah. they're going to. Which we never see again. Did he get fired from that job? Or is Wait, that still what? how he does things? Because we never see him as the doorman again. I didn't see him at all in that scene. Uh, I, didn't, I missed him completely. He was in that? Yeah, because like, he calls up his friend and is like, Hey, the house will be empty now. Go for it. Oh, okay. I, I, I missed that. Well, maybe he was just disguised as a doorman. Did you think of that one, Sandra? No, because that character's dumb and couldn't think of that. <laughs> this movie's... 
far cleverer than you you can possibly imagine. This movie is actually a giant metaphor for uh, the relationship between uh, Jesus and Judas. It's what? actually a metaphor if you think about it. <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> um, so, so they're hanging out of this restaurant and they're like, oh. I've I've got this new thing happening that the designer stuff happening and he's like oh, how much is that gonna cost me? <laughs> See that's a joke, Sandra. He's such a bloke. Such a bloke. Yeah, because he writes he writes children books, except the children books take him a very long time to write. Fair. And she's an interior decorator. Yeah. The the style of writer's block he has for children's books is very funny. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? He's like, I've got to be in the zone to write about Timmy and his dog. I've got to be in the zone, man. <laughs> Absolutely, man. It's vital that Timmy and his dog have a in-depth relationship that makes sense to my listeners, all right? It makes sense to my readers. Yes. Because otherwise I'll be crumbling down. The book will crumble in their fingers. I'll be a sham. So here we go. I'm going to write something now. Mm. O stands for orange. 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 Isn't that a little cliche? Or does it depict the cliche in their cliche relationship between a boy and his dog? It's meta commentary. My God. These five-year-olds are going to go insane over here. These five-year-olds are going to lose their goddamn minds. Nah, good on him. No, nah, but he puts a lot of w- uh, work. It is funny that he's so obsessed with his work when it's, like, five-year-olds. <laughs> but he is, like, the biggest children's writer thing. Apparently. At the moment. It does say that. But that's also his publisher telling him directly, so I didn't know if I should believe it. Uh, but his publisher is dead honest 100% of the time. <laughs> that is we know true. this for a fact. So he wouldn't exaggerate, because he literally told to his face that he's a complete asshole. Yeah, that's true. So, you know. So they're having dinner. Meanwhile, we cut to... Wait, what's his name? Scotty. Breaking into their house with this great song playing mm. behind them. It's like, da-da-da-da, or something like that. It's real cool. It's like all synthy and bassy. Yeah. Except the scene goes on for ten minutes. Yeah, it's a long scene. And he's not just taking little things. He's taking anything of value, including, like, giant-ass paintings. <laughs> he takes paintings of her. And, and, yeah, and one of the giant paintings is just a painting of the wife. That was a really weird moment where, like, he saw the painting and went, Mmm, very nice. <laughs> and he just took it. Mmm, that lady can get some of this boy, if mm. you know what I'm saying. Mmm. But surely that one wouldn't be worth anything. Well, he keeps it in his room. Yeah, no, he just keeps it to to look at it, which yep. is creepy as hell. It's almost like, yeah, he's a creep. Anyway, he, he grabs all this stuff, including a box that's locked, and he's like, oh, this could be worth, this could be full of jewels and gold. I'm going to get give me some of this. So he grabs the locked box because yep. it's very secured. Yep. So here's where I have a little question. Why... Is she keeping her diaries in a locked box? Because her diaries are just, uh, they're, they're, they're just transcripts for a pornographic novel she's writing. 
Yeah, no, pretty much she's just like sexual fantasy books that yep. she's writing because she's she's not getting enough from her husband, oh no. The diaries are very funny. Yeah, whenever yeah, no. we Whenever we hear segments from them, it's very funny. Yeah. It's so, like, emo. Yeah, it sounds like something that would be written on DeviantArt or something like that. Yeah. You know, that level of fan art sort of writing. Ugh. I wish that he could scoop me up and take me away from my life under tyranny. I am just like the princess in the castle, Mm. and my husband is the dragon, Mm. and someone needs to slay that dragon with their cock. (laughs) I have no idea what that meant. I don't know either. But it was hot and steamy, and that's what we're after. I don't know what that meant, but it was hot and steamy is just the tagline for this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so she gets home and she's immediately like, oh, no, my journals. But there could be someone up there, still up there. We need to call the cops out. Nope, I'm going to run up and check on my journals. And the cop man, as you mentioned before, is like, yeah, we're never going to catch these guys. Yep. Uh, We could get, like, kids and stuff, but... uh professionals nah they're in and out before we can do anything yeah have fun with your insurance which is you know how professional thieves work they yeah steal your stuff wait for you to get insurance pay out and then steal your stuff again she she at one point is like we should get a dog we need cameras and stuff yeah you do she's right you should get more security if he's the biggest children's author in america how doesn't he have security cameras? Yeah, or like guards, or like literally any security. We cut to the thieves, and Thief Boy mm. is just doing coke and trying to set Scotty up with people. He's like, oh man, he's the best of the best. He's been getting us ten grand every time he goes out. He, he's got the eye. He's got the, the stuffs. He's got the stuff. Now, there's one line kind of referencing that Scotty has just come out of jail as well. There's one line. But he's not he's not feeling himself, you know? He's He seems to be down under the weather. Not the fifth guy, the, the guy who's been robbed. He's concerned about his friend because the friend seems to be, you know, wigging out. I'll call up one of my girls and be like, hey, bang this guy for like an hour. That would be great. That'll cheer him up. So many weird lines where it's like, hmm, she goes down like an anteater. <laughs> that doesn't sound <laughs> particularly. Well, well, you won't have any ants anymore, will you? Yeah, okay. Ants in your pants? Well, not anymore. What? Ugh. <laughs> I don't want to know what that means. <laughs> so we get so many scenes of him reading the journal and we see little excerpts where in the journal it says, I don't like men that smoke. And so he's like, oh, blizz, cigarette, gonna put the cigarette out. Mm-mm-mm, there we go. Put that away. Don't want anybody to see that. There's very funny lines where we cut to her and she's saying, I know he's reading them. I can feel it every time he turns a page. What? How? No, you can't. You're not a psychic. This isn't... <laughs> what? What does that even mean? What do you I, mean? I don't know. <laughs> then we cut to... Her in a shop, and he bumps into her outside the shop. Yeah. And all her groceries go out on the ground, and he's like, I'll help you pick them all up. Yeah, but then she's like, no, nah, don't worry about it. And he's like, no, 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 it'd be my pleasure. I insist. Please, let me touch them. <laughs> yes. I can guess what your favorite ice cream is. It's rum raisin. <laughs> How did you know that? And then he's like, oh, because he dropped on the ground. Ha ha. I just, ah, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I scream. Here you go. 
Why scream? Why? Why would he do that? Because oh, he's trying to be charming. He's a charming boy. They bump into again, and she's like, he's like, well, what do you do for work? And she's like, I'm an interior designer. And he's like, oh my god, I'm looking for an interior designer. Fancy that. So she says, well then, come see the showcase that I'm working on, and you can have a look at the room I designed. They also have coffee as well. He gets coffee, and she sits down and is like, oh, I'll have some coffee. Mm, 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 where? How did you know what my order is? And he's like, oh, that's my coffee you picked up there. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought that was pretty good, though. But then he immediately starts saying incredibly creepy things. Of course he does. Straight after that. I mean, why wouldn't he? But the thing that really confused me was he was saying these things, and she looked uncomfortable, but then romantic music was playing, and I was going, I really don't get how I'm meant to feel right now. <laughs> that's how romance works, don't you know it was very uncomfortable but also the soundtrack was like mm, look how sweet this is it was not i don't like it i don't know what to think because like i want to l- like the movie what but why I-, I want to try and like a movie oh but like just as like a general rule when when it comes to yeah movies, when it comes to like watching movies yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah no as in not like I want to like this movie specifically. That's no, what I was going to say. Like... I thought you were saying I want to actively like this movie. <laughs> no, because I don't. Spoiler alert, I didn't like this movie. But this movie was not, it did not endear itself in any way, shape or form. There was no arguments in this movie as to why anyone should watch this movie. Yeah. He goes to see the kitchen she designed and he meets the husband there. So, so he's like chatting up with her. They're doing their bit. Where they're talking, yeah. and then immediately the the husband shows up, and it's like, oh hi, it's nice to meet you. This is the famous husband, uh, and then he's like, you know, you're a piece of shit, <laughs> <laughs> and you ignore your wife. Your wife's beautiful. I love the look of your wife. Your wife's gorgeous. These. He does say all these things, and she's talented. And you're just a children's author. I'm gonna bang your wife. <laughs> Um, yeah, he does do that. Yeah, yeah, he does, doesn't he? And then the husband's he's... like, hmm, I'm picking up some 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 things here. I think <laughs> something might be happening. Yeah, something something doesn't seem right here. But then, anyway, he wants her to, to redesign his house. And so, to convince her, they go out on a boat ride, mm. where he's immediately like, oh yeah, you're hired, by the way, let's just hang on a boat. So she shows up and is like, wow, your yacht's huge, it's awesome. And then he's like, that's not my yacht, <laughs> this is my yacht. And he points to a much smaller dinghy. Yeah. I genuinely thought it was quite amusing. Okay. That did not meet my expectations for that second. Mm. I was expecting it to be like, haha, yes, don't you like my big impressive boat? Mm. I can show you something else big and impressive. You know, that sort of thing. Mm. <laughs> Did you listen to anything I just said? Because mm. I feel like you should be criticizing. No, I should be, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, it does sound like something this movie would do. Yeah. Um... <laughs> He hops on his boat and he's like, won't you join me on this boat? And she's like, I thought we were going to do a business meeting. And he's like, ah, oh, business is over. Boom. <laughs> business is over. You're hired. Here's $10,000. <laughs> Here's $10,000. And she's like, what? And then he's like, oh, wait, do you want more money? And she's like, oh, no, 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 this is fine. And he's like, right, now let's get to some boating. Mm. Yes, let me oil myself up. Mmm. Okay, sure. They're cruising, and he's he's good as top off. 
He doesn't want to get sunburned. No, he doesn't want to get sunburned. So what he does is he very slowly puts sunscreen on, and there's there's close ups, and there's there's soft jazz. We got some hairy chest, and she's just like looking like, "Mm," and it goes on forever, (laughs) and it's very funny. It's very funny. If if a male is doing that, that's a bad sign. So far, he's only given her bad signs. Doesn't he make eye contact with her while he's doing it as well? Uh, she, he does look over at one point while he's oiling up himself. And she's like, oh, I didn't notice what you were doing. Don't mind me. So that then we cut to her in the bath and she's like, that was fun. Husband just like bursts in and is like, hey, where'd you get the sunburn from? Yeah, why does he come in at this point? We don't know. He's just like, oh, because he's becoming concerned about the other guy. Yeah, he's starting to suspect something might be happening. When the other guy was like, I want to bang you, right? Yeah. It was like, hmm, I'm picking up something here. Yeah, when he was like, hmm, your wife is delicious looking, talented, you're ignoring her. Yeah, that was the point where the husband went, oh, I, I, I might have to keep an eye on this. Yeah, mm, this is somewhat <laughs> concerning, actually. So, yeah, the husband's jealous, whatever. She goes over to, to, to Scotty's house to, to start the renovations. And as you mentioned before, this scene just escalates and escalates. And it's terrible. It's really bad. Okay, question number one about this scene. As soon as she comes over, he's like, oh, I've got to hide the journals and the painting. Yeah. Why didn't you do it before you set this up the day before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All throughout the scene, he's making sure she doesn't look in the closet because that's where the painting is. She doesn't look in the drawer. It's where the journals are. Put them somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, no, he really... Put them where your friend lives. Yeah, yeah, like... He should have had some sort of storage, but because he knows that she's coming over to inspect the house, but like everywhere there's evidence. And she even goes to open a drawer and she opens one. Luckily, it's not one with a journal in it. Oh, no, no it's one with freaking a gun. Jump scare noise. Yeah, that's where jump scare, creepy music, horror music is played because there's a gun. And he holds up the gun and he's like, yeah, I've got a gun. Look at my gun. You should learn to use it. And then we just cut to her in a firing range shooting the gun. Yeah, and then it's like, okay, let's learn to shoot a gun! This scene as well. Oh, it's bad. Absolutely hilarious. Because she's shooting the gun, and he's like, yeah, I'll show you how to do it. Here, let me get behind. I'll show you how to shoot a gun. Yep, then R&B starts to play, and yeah. you can probably guess what happens. While she's shooting a gun. More than guns shooting here. <laughs> it is so terrible that it's very funny. They bang. She's just ba- shooting away, and that adrenaline's pumping. And he's also pumping. It's not the only thing yeah. about to be pumping. <laughs> <laughs> It's bad. And then she goes home and buys her own gun. Yeah, because she's like, well, I know how to use a gun now. I spent 15 minutes with this guy on a range before we banged. Yep. Guess I know how to use a gun now. The gun does come back, though. So that was cool. Unfortunately. Nah, fortunately. I'm glad that gun came back. Actually, no, it, it would have been funnier if the gun never comes back, actually. That would have been <laughs> That would have been funny. No, but it also would have been terrible, so it's fair. Nothing really so, happens yeah. for the rest of them. Well, actually, no, something big happens straight after this. I completely forgot. Yeah. They're in someone else's house. I was about to say. And they're stealing stuff, but then a cop sees them. Yep. So the guy's like, well, he left me no choice. Bang! 
kills them. <laughs> the friend just kills the cop. And they're like, what? Yeah, now they're wanted by the police. Yeah. So they've got Scotty's fingerprints from inside the house. Mm. And that's the only thing that they've got that is like allowing them to find out who shot the cop is the fingerprints from inside the house. Yes. And they never look into it. The cops never look into it. Yeah, the cops don't do anything pretty much. Like they get fingerprints of the guy who murders, but then it's not. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it's just, after this, it's a lot of those two going out. It's a lot of the husband and the editor going for long romantic walks on the beach and talking about their wives. So the the story guy's like, oh my god, my wife's just banging this dude, I don't know what to do. And the guy's like, yeah, you're an arsehole. <laughs> I, I would be expecting this as I was you. You're kind of a dick, constantly. So, uh, you should have expected that. Yep. Uh, which is great. But now she's starting to get annoyed because Scotty's not telling her anything about himself. He's always, like, he knows everything mm. about her, but she doesn't know anything about yep. him. It's almost like he's this is a creep. Yeah, almost like he's a creepy criminal dude who you shouldn't trust. Yeah. Oh, well. Ah, there's a scene, there's a scene where they're, they're in a car and a cop car goes, goes past and he's all tense and he's like, oh, a cop car. And she's like, huh, that seems like a red flag, but I'm... I'm not going to I'm not going to acknowledge it. Yeah. The husband at this point gets an idea in his head to follow them. So the husband follows uh the guy and is like, "Uh oh, he's going to this weird ass warehouse. I'm going to go investigate that." So he climbs onto the roof. And he's making a bit of noise. So the other criminal dude in there's like, "Someone's on the roof." Chick chick pulls out a gun as you would. And I was like, "Oh, finally some action. Someone's going to cock it." And then he snoops around the roof and he goes to an air vent. Mm. And he sees down in the air vent and he sees a load of his own stuff. Meanwhile, the bad guy sits there and aims and he's about to shoot him. But then the guy's like, his friend is like, Oh, get down for there. We've got to go. Yep. And so the, the guy just leaves and nothing happens in the scene. <laughs> except that they now know they're criminals. Well, they now know that they stole the stuff. Yeah, they now know that it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's important for that. But, like, why didn't the criminal just shoot at him? He wouldn't have been able to hit him anyway because he was looking through a fan. Yeah. And so it probably would have just hit one of the fan things and ricocheted. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, then the criminals meet up and the criminal's like, Hey, do you know uh, her, her husband snooping around and knows that we're criminals now? You've got us all killed. Yep. Dum dum. So this is when Scotty's like, we've got to leave town, right? This is where he turns from like handsome rogue to just like angry boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. What's that? What's that one movie that we watched where it was like about a biker or whatever? Yeah, that was reckless. Yeah, reckless. Yeah. It it felt he turned full reckless. He like did. actually, he did. Except in reckless, when he's like, "Come with me, let's abandon this place and leave." In Reckless, they did, where in this movie, at least they didn't. Thank God. This movie would have been cooler if he was doing that trick with the cans that the main character in Reckless did with his motorbike, flinging cans off a cliff with his motorbike. Would it have been cooler? That didn't make any sense in any movie, <laughs> let alone that one. So he goes to see her at her work and says, come with me. And she's like, no, I don't know you. Leave me alone. Yeah. And then Scotty's response to that is, well, I know you. I'm going to quote your your journals. And she's like, oh, oh, <laughs> that's who you are. You're the fifth back. Because, I mean, the other person in the movie knows, the yeah. husband. So now it's time for her to know. Yep. And she's like, oh, my God, you're the fifth stole all my journals oh my god i hate you help someone please 
save me like my husband. That would be great if my husband could come in and save me. And then uh, the husband comes in and he's like, what's going on here? What's going on here? And then she's like, don't worry about them. I wrote the journals a long time ago. Yep, so they're not true anymore. <laughs> so Scotty says, oh no, so he leaves. Yep. And then she says, I'm going to stop writing. I'm going to stop writing. I'm going to tell you everything instead. So that's good. That's a nice way to end the movie. And he's he's like, I'm going to pay more attention to you now. Yeah. I'm paying attention to you. And everything's fine with their marriage now. Uh... But meanwhile... In their house again. Both the criminals are back. For some reason. Even after having all this trouble with the cops and everything. Why? Who knows? Who cares? Who gives a, who gives a crap? Well he goes into her bedroom and he looks through her latest journal. And then he starts crying. Yeah because he well he kind of lost. Why do they come back? I don't know. It doesn't matter. They hmm. start to fight. They're in the house and they're fighting the two thieves and... And one of them knifes the other. Ooh, who is it? They're both masked. Who's Who gets knifed? Yeah. So they come home, and then here's the bad guy. He's coming down the stairs, and oh my god, they bump into him. And she's like, oh my god, it's the guy! He's back! Oh my god! So she pulls out a gun, and then they're standing off. They both have guns. Mm. And they're pointing the guns at each other, and they go, pew pew! Uh, and then the bad guy dies. And she's like, oh my god, I, I don't remember shooting him. I don't remember pulling the trigger. The husband's like, nope, don't take off his mask. Because cause then you'll you'll get upset. <laughs> don't want that. <laughs> Instead, we'll call the cops and the cops can pull up the mask in front of you where you can still get upset. Yes, yes. correct. Which is the right way to do things. Absolutely. So cops come over, they take off the mask and... Oh, no, it, it, it wasn't the creep dude, it was the other thief. And she's like, who the heck is this? Never seen this person before in my life. And so she, go, she, go, she goes upstairs and she sees... Oh my god, it's the guy I banged that turned out to be a total creep that stole everything I own and then used it against me. Wow, isn't he such a great guy? Oh, you shot your friend for me so I didn't have to? Oh, that's so sweet. Aren't you a sweetie <laughs> she boy? She turns around on him and she's like, Oh, bye, bye, you you saved me, that's nice. No, and just boy. just if you thought the film couldn't get worse, it ends with him jumping out of a window, her looking out the window, freeze frame on her face being sad that she's leaving, while a song that's got the same title as the movie starts playing. Yeah! Just if you thought the movie couldn't get any worse, that's how it Hell ends. Yeah. Uh, that's an oldie for me, Lamal. <laughs> is it worse than an oldie? I don't know if it is worse than an oldie. It gets the January award. It was a January movie. It was boring. It was dumb. Alright, we're, we're gonna start the Jan... Because I, I don't think a single movie this year is gonna get another cracked award, so I'm happy to just start a yeah. new award called the January Award. It starts now. Yes. <laughs> the movies that feel like they should have come out in January. <laughs> yes, Correct. I like that. Alright, this goes to the first January award. Congratulations, Thief of Hearts. You sucked. <laughs> yeah, watch literally any other romance movie. Watch literally any other movie we've done this year, aside from Crackers. Yeah. Oh, and blame it on Rio, because that was just illegal. Yeah, don't do that one. That was a mistake. <laughs> That's literally a mistake. Disgusting. Yeah, that was a sick movie. Anyway. Now, usually we pitch sequels to the movie that we just watched, because there aren't any to this one, and we're like, let's make a sequel, because... Hollywood has got no original ideas. Yeah, so uh, my sequel that I've come up with uh, is a brilliant sequel, alright. So, 
we we cut to a time i don't know we mm. see we see our thief boy getting getting all thiefy he's stealing stuff but oh no the cops are here oh no and he gets arrested oh not the he gets cops. arrested and put in jail but when he gets arrested a war breaks <laughs> oh great all right <laughs> so says, i don't know here we go here we go so there's a general of the opposing army and he's he he's going to a fancy dinner and the government comes to this guy and it's like you're the best thief that ever existed. And now now they need him to go in and steal the secret plans from the general. So he goes in and he steals a secret lockbox which had all that was locked with all these Papers yep. in it. But, oh, no. no! The box is actually just diaries of the general and how he he hates his wife and he's really missing out on action. So they're like, we need a new plan. What we're going to do is we're going to send you in with these journals and you're going to seduce the general. Yes! To get, to get these secret <laughs> plans. <laughs> and then uh, he steals the plans, but... He's accidentally fallen in love with the general. Oh, no! (laughs) And so now he doesn't know if he wants to give the plans away, but he has to stop the fighting. So what he tries to do is he tries to convince the general to stop fighting. And he's like, no, we've got to stop this war, stop the bloodshed. And he's like, I don't even know you anymore. And they break up, and then he gives the the allies their uh, their plans, and they, they, like go out to battle and they shoot the general and he's like, no! So he goes over to the dead body It's like, why didn't you stop the fighting? And it's like, wow. oh, it's all I know. And then he dies. That sounds that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that a beautiful story? Oh dear. What's your sequel? So, the husband uh, the, the, the husband writes these, these children novels, right? But he also, he does other writing. Uh, he's got mm. journals. The husband writes some journals like now that the, 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 the mm. wife is no longer writing journals he's like well someone should be doing the journaling in this family so he mm. starts doing the journals uh one day a thief comes in mm. and steals all of all of his journals all the husband's journals and he's like oh no what? someone's reading my journals and he gets really angry wow I've never heard of this plot line before. The wife is like, hey, look, no, it's happened to me before. If someone starts coming up to you and saying stuff that you've probably like written in the journals, like stuff about you that's a little bit secretive, just just, just, just keep an eye on that person because that person's probably the person that's stolen. We've done this before. You know the deal. Yeah. Um, so the husband uh, goes out to the shops and and runs into someone... It's the same guy. It's, it's the same creep, except he's in. <laughs> what? Except the creeps in like makeup. He's got like a fake mustache. Wait, he's got <laughs> and like what? Harry Potter glasses. What? He's wearing a tweed coat. <laughs> what is happening? And all right, disguised Scotty basically tries to seduce the husband mm. so that he can get close to the husband in like mm-hmm. a hotel room and kill him. Oh. <laughs> How does that go? Is this a comedy? Um, no one really knows. It's <laughs> oh, just... No. That's not good. It's just the same movie. Oof. So yeah, he kills the husband in the end of the movie, and then the wife is like, oh nice. no! So she gets out the gun and then she shoots him. Oof! Yeah. yeah. Big rip. And then the wife... And then it turns out the husband was wearing a bulletproof vest. 
uh, the whole time. Oh! <laughs> because, because it was actually their plan the whole time to write the journals Whoa. and to get the journals stolen and for the thief to wear a disguise and try and... It doesn't make sense, but it makes as much sense as movie as other movies that do this. All right. It was their plan all along to take revenge. Wow. It's called uh, Thief of Revenge. <laughs> that is a bad name. And wow. it somehow got negative 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow, that was not the name I was expecting, but oh boy, it's the name I wanted. All right, moving on. I am sick of this movie. <laughs> uh, it's time for River, 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 River. Who knows what time it's for? It's time for a new watch. It's time for raving reviews, but um, this week there wasn't too many reviews for this. I've, I've got four, four that I think you'll appreciate. All right. Uh, how this works is I tell him the review, he guesses the, the score. That's it. So, Bradley, good old Braddy boy, he's like, terribly gaudy, still pleasing to watch. That's it? That's it, that's all he says. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's, uh, two, oof, three, three, I'll go three. Uh, it's 2.5, you were close, you almost said 2.5 at first. I was gonna say 2.5, yeah. Yeah, you should have gone with your gut, man. Uh, next review. <laughs> yeah. Lynn says, I own this movie on DVD, and I think it's a pretty good movie. Oh, okay. Well, look. <laughs> Good on you, Lynn, for not just saying I own this on DVD. <laughs> like yeah, a lot yeah. of other reviews. Yeah, you thought I was going to have one of those reviews that is like, I own this movie on DVD, full stop, nothing else. Yeah. I really hope it's 3.5 and not higher. It's 5 out of 5. God damn it. <laughs> Teresa says, I really like this movie. It made me want to write in my journals more. I wasn't afraid of what others would read. Oh, no! That's not <laughs> That's not nice. the takeaway, Teresa! <laughs> Teresa, no! That's not the takeaway you're supposed to get from this movie! So That's a four out of five. I'm just slowly going higher with my ratings. That's a five out of five. God damn it. Daryl finally says, in all caps, by the way, this is an awesome movie with what I think is one of the steamiest love scenes not in the in a soft porn or a porn movie oh no if that's five out of five i am gonna be angry it's five out of five (laughs) and that's the end of the show i had hope i had hope for these reviews you shouldn't have well that's the episode good 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 movie though no no I would rewatch The Warrior and the Sorceress before even thinking about this movie again. Wow. That was terrible. Yeah. Anyway, uh, end of the episode. Thanks for listening, I guess. To help us out, tell a friend, but don't tell them about this episode. Let's keep this episode a secret between you and us. Yikes. (laughs) Yeah, we don't want to, we don't want to listen, talk about, or hear this movie ever again. No, if you ever see us in public or we're doing something where you can, like, message us, don't ever bring up this movie. This never happened. This was a fever dream that the three of us share. Yep. If you want to get in touch with us, though, you can. Emails, Facebooks, Instagrams, uh, YouTubes, if you want to leave us a salty comment. Mm. Links to everything in the description. Next week, a guest, probably. Uh, What movies do we have? Oh, I'm picking. Yeah, you're picking... You got, you got a few movies. Oh, great. American Dreamer. A housewife wins a trip to Paris Ooh. in a mystery writing contest. That's fun. She loses her memory when she gets hit by a car. 
Okay. And begins acting if she were the female detective in her story. That doesn't sound too bad. That actually sounds like a lot of fun. It does sound pretty fun. Um, and then we have bloodsuckers from outer space. <laughs> Wait, what? Farmers in Texas become brainwashed with bloodsuckers. Wow. Bloodsuckers from outer space. Bloodsuckers from outer space. Then we have body double. Ooh. A failed actor. Hey, look, another one. Uh, becomes obsessed with a neighbor. And then becomes framed for murder or something. Wow. Whatever. That sounds... No. We have Give My Regards to Broad Street. Paul McCartney playing himself. Uh, he daydreams about losing an important tape of new music. Uh, Ringo's also in it. Uh, great. Paris, Texas. What a name. I've heard of that movie. Yeah, no, you've heard of the two states that it names in it. Yeah, No, absolutely. I've heard of the movie itself. I have heard of the movie. No way. That is the worst title I've ever heard in my life. No way you've heard that before. Because in Texas, there's a place called Paris. What? And the, the movie's about going to Paris in Texas. The Terminator. I'll be back. Okay, okay go through all the titles again. I wonder which one you'll pick. Well, there's Bloodsuckers from Outer Space, which sounds pretty good. That does good. sound pretty good. Uh, Paris to Texas, which is a road trip movie about a man who tries to reconnect with his brother and nephew. Uh, give my regards to Broad Street. Look, I like the Beatles, but we did the Purple Rain movie, which is yeah. a mu- musician playing themselves, and I, I can't go through that again. It sucked. Uh, American Dreamer, Body Double. There were some other ones. We got the Terminator or Blood. Suckers from outer space. I feel like it's between those two. I do... I have heard of Paris, Texas. I can't remember how... Maybe someone I know has watched Mm. it, and apparently it's not too bad. But I'm not going to pick it. uh, Because, yes, it's between Bloodsuckers and Terminator, obviously. And there's no way I'm not picking the Terminator, so we'll do the Terminator. Yeah! Terminator time! We'll be back with the Terminator! Haha, get it, because that's the quote. Uh, Speaking of quotes, we end on a favourite quote from Thief of Hearts. My favourite quote is, I know he's reading them. I can feel it every time he turns a page. (laughs) My favourite quote is, Hi, I'm a thief man. (laughs) Here to try and seduce your wife. Hey, you know you're a piece of shit and your wife's great? I'm a great person. Let me bang your wife. I hate this movie. (laughs) I really hate this movie. And we're done. 